Wait, let's ease into regular okay, volume. Yeah, Otherwise, it'll be too it jarring. Too, too fast. Okay. Um, we're trying something new. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we thought, you know, the listeners out there would love a whole episode done in whispers. So take it away. Just kidding. We're <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> um, but we're back. Um, welcome to episode two of season five. I just have to pull up the summary. Please wait one minute before you continue. <laughs> okay. Okay, here we go. This is from Wikipedia. Love. The Friday Night Lights movie is on Canadian Netflix now, FYI. That's not the version it's that not we want. to us. Um, okay, so this episode is called... On the outside looking in. Okay. I think it that is referencing how the lions are like outsiders. They're definitely outsiders. But they, you know, they have a in to even the football system. Even Tammy to an extent because she is like oh, the yeah. new girl on the block and she's having a hard time busting into <laughs> busting a nut (laughs) (laughs) um okay so the summary is eric realizes that not everyone is satisfied by the lion's performance in the first game vince receives unexpected benefits as a football player luke's aggression has repercussions we're gonna start with the football stuff the coach stuff because it's like the most boring of the episode but ultimately propelling yeah ultimately like a lesson was learned and we're Mm -hmm. invigorated by it but it took us like half an episode to like get there we had zip and then we lost our zip (laughs) and then we got it back (laughs) um so as you remember the lions played in the whataburger classic which is like a preseason, just like a fun time but it's what i guess decides the rankings or it's a factor and what decides the rankings for the beginning of the season yeah and i like so i don't think we really cared about the rankings ever before no but i think because like the uh, the panthers were always like top 10 or whatever right so they never had to season after season like wonder if they were Mm going to be ranked they're on the outside of the ranking list looking at the ranking list so they're not even top 20 no they didn't like but they beat the top nine teams so they're like how does this make sense yeah so um coach is trying to like stifle any conversation or like speculations about the rankings and like why what led to the decisions or like are we or aren't we ranked um he wants everyone to like keep their head in the game and not like focus on it but like obviously they're going to focus on it. So when they don't rank, it becomes like a bigger question of like, this is a conspiracy theory. Like they're doing this to us on purpose because like, again, we're outsiders and we're weird and small. At first it seems like Coates just hates any, did I call him Coates? (laughs) Bring wine back for one nap. One sip of (laughs) wine. Um, (laughs) So he 
it seems at the beginning that he's just being like a grumpy old man and he hates like any sense of like preliminary celebration or any sense yeah. of like hyping yourself doesn't up. doesn't want to get his hopes up or right. something. Well, that's what I realized it was for, after for they didn't personally? rank. I think just for the team. Oh, like right. don't let this be the thing that you focus on because if you don't rank, then like you're going to be depressed. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I thought he was just being grumpy and being like, oh, let right, your right, right. let your actions speak for themselves. But right. I think he was trying to like temper their disappointment mm-hmm. because obviously he kind of he's not new. Yeah, he knew what was going to happen, except that he's like he's telling the team just to like forget about it. Don't talk about it. Doesn't want to hear it again. He gets like really mad at everyone and like. They have to like run laps. But then he goes to the Panther field to talk to Mac. If you remember Mac, the worst guy ever from season one, two. He, yeah, season's one to three. Yeah. And coach is like, no, honestly, like, tell me like why we didn't rank. Like he is kind of like didn't want to show the team that he was feeling just as much like he was just as perplexed by it. And Mac was like, well, obviously you're not going to rank. Like you're just so new to this and you didn't win like any games. And then also it had something to do with like the dude who was like responsible for putting out the list. It's all political. Yeah. So I'll be honest. I didn't pay attention to this part. So Mac just basically was like, yeah, you didn't. And here's why. And coach is kind of like in his heart thinking like, damn, like we should have been ranked so he has to try to keep all of that stuff to himself so the team doesn't like so he doesn't like add to the depression mm-hmm. or the melancholy or whatever but also make it seem like oh numbers don't matter what right. matters is how you play right he was just hoping like maybe we'd get you mm-hmm. know someone would throw us a bone or something like right. that because it makes him look better too if he's a coach of a ranking because he's also team. not used to not being ranked at this point yeah. like he's had a good life before the lions yeah so um and then they're like prepping for their first game and then there's like another stupid weird bureaucratic football incident where like yeah is this all stemming from the same thing like is the reason that they didn't rank because there was questions about like the legality of the play it could have it just been a factor like it should have been more instead of two things it should have been like one this thing leads to this yeah, yeah. I think the reason that it is two separate incidents is so that there's another reason for the team to feel like extra attacked like alienated by, like the yeah. community. So essentially in the what a burger game, um, the athletic like board or whatever it's called, the Hank. coach has met with them one trillion times. <laughs> um, yeah. And buddy's like still buddy, buddy with them. He plays golf with like some dude's brother or something. Um, alleged that Luke had a hit in the game that was like an illegal hit. Um, but it wasn't called during the game and like days have gone by since the game and it was just brought to everyone's attention now. And they pretty much like said, we find him guilty. This was a bad hit and he's going to be suspended. But like reviewing the tapes coach doesn't see any gray area. He thinks it was a clean hit. It should have been fine. Yeah. And it's like, don't like if no penalty was called or no flag was thrown, like the, that's the ref not doing that so right. not like, doing his job yeah so like what why are we here mm-hmm. and they're basically were like we have to send a message so like any thing that we deem like an illegal play or unsafe we have to like make an example of and it just so happened they're making an example of the lions 
Yeah. For something that didn't seem like an actual problem. Yeah, well, because it's easier for them to make an example of a team that seemingly no one cares about and that right. isn't a contender. And they're not putting, yeah, exactly. They're not putting their games or season mm-hmm. in jeopardy and doesn't, like, they are, but it doesn't matter to them. Right. It's just like, we wouldn't, like, if uh, the Panthers, like, lost a game, it would be, like, horrible. It'd be great. I love <laughs> it when they lose. <laughs> so then Luke gets suspended for a game as a result of it. And then that adds, like, another layer of, like, angst and tinker right. is like the first to lead the charge and like you know it's all a conspiracy talk which like i like in a person mm-hmm. i think you should always be thinking that Skeptical to some extent of authority totally to some degree <clears throat> um and they luke gets really drunk at a party yeah he gets drunk at a party because he has, knows he has time to play the next day mm-hmm. and he gets really I mad i think it's really responsible that they don't drink the night before a game and i really like that vince had to like remind luke like hey bro like we're, we're not, not drinking, drinking yeah. tonight <laughs> i think it's yeah their friendship is great yeah they're it's a very like wholesome so mm-hmm. like the I was also noticing the differences between the party, like the party that was at like Luke's ranch last time that was like just a football team party was like so like nice and fun yeah. and normal. And then the party that was like the bigger football community party was like rowdy and horrifying and like, like yeah. less wholesome and like less like, I don't want to be at that party. I want to be at, like, Luke's ranch party. I think that the reason that the second party was so bad is because there was girls there. Yikes. Like, girls getting drunk. And that was, like, an unsafe situation where, like, if they had been at Luke's party, it also would have been the same way. Because now rally girl season has kicked off, I guess, which we didn't really see. We just, like, saw rally girls in West Dillon. We yeah. just saw the existence of them and we knew and we kind, kind of, of the deal through like Lila and Tyra. Right. But we didn't see the whole story or like how they got picked, which is essentially like in a raffle. Yeah, it's like boggle. It's like a bingo. <laughs> Isn't that boggle? No. It's well, bingo too? Yeah. Okay. Bingo is when you do the thing. But doesn't for boggle you still put the letters in the thing and then you pull out the letters? When you're playing like bit, like real boggle, isn't boggle you shake it with your hands? I think not that's like stir it. I think that's like the homegrown boggle. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean this has gotten out of hand already. This freaking this wine is like red and white wine mixed together. So it's like potent. Yeah, it's like we're drinking double the wine. <laughs> we're like Becky. We really know how it would really made me recipes laugh work when they were like. Becky, come like chug this funnel of beer. And she, and she was, was like, like I, I don't, don't do, do beer. beer. Which is like, obviously she's saying like, it's not my thing. But it sounded like she was like, I don't, I don't do beer. Like, I don't do drugs. <laughs> it was like back to Lila being like, get another glass of beer or yeah, whatever. None of them know how to use beer in a sentence. <laughs> um, okay, we're so talking about? Oh yeah, rally girls. Okay, rally girls. So the rally girls are getting assigned. Yeah. Um, And then there's like, she was JD's girlfriend, right? The red-haired girl? Yeah. I don't... I guess maybe, and then she had to, like, switch, switch schools. schools. I'm pretty sure she was, right? But her name was Madison before, now her name's Mora. They look exactly it the same. It is what it is, yeah. It, it's some... Or it's, like, some version of, like, a girl that they've invented for these I roles. Guess, but she's kind of, like, acting the same way. Like, she's really confident right she's really slutty 
she's cool. <laughs> like, yeah, she's doing her thing. Um, um, so like Vince doesn't like accept her as his rally girl. He like gives his jersey because the rally girls have to like wear the jersey to the player. He gives his jersey to Jess because like Obvi they're in love, and um, Jess like accepts it and is down. But then when Vince realizes that she doesn't really do like the rally girl shtick, like bring you presents and like bake you cookies right. and like like give you special things before the game to make you feel like cool. Um, he is kind of like bummed about it. And then she's like, just go get a rally girl. If like, that's what you want. I'm not really interested in that. And it's cool. It's one of those yeah, situations it seems, where it's like, she's trying to be cooler than she is. Yeah. And she's saying all the right things. Even when she has like the altercation with Maura, she's like trying, you know, she's saying, what she should say but you can tell that it's bothering her yeah like she's very diplomatic and also she's very good to like let people have what they like mm-hmm. kind of it's like you do you and i don't have a problem with it but like w- if you do it but like i'm right. stepping away but it's not like i think she's trying to be like the cool girl like you know like go yeah. Yeah, you can have this girl that, like, follows you around and puts underwear in your locker. Like, that's cool. Like, I don't care. But, you know, it's not being high maintenance right? to actually <clears throat> object to it. And it's fucked up that Vince thinks that he should get it. Yeah, like, and it's all very problematic. And, like, as we just see and hear, like, that's just football. So According everyone, to Tammy Taylor herself. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, like, everything is just, like, ingrained in them to, like, be acceptable and, like, part of the, the high school culture around football. So, like, and, like, one of the guys says that his rally girl gave him porn in his locker and stuff, which is just, like, I get the cookies and brownies, but, like, underwear and porn is, like, not great for a school environment it should be not allowed <laughs> yeah like tammy should have been like that's not allowed yeah there's sh- if you are going to like have a rally person system it should be like bake them rice crispy squares fine and leave it at that right and don't invade their privacy by going into their locker like leave it in a communal area <laughs> yeah like leave it there should be a little um fridge outside the <laughs> change room wow the high school that we're gonna run is gonna be so shitty just gonna be a bunch of like nerds it's like leave room for jesus yeah and it's like rally person all gluten-free vegan snacks yeah oh my god but it is like a fucked up system and tammy should have been more concerned mm-hmm. than she is and this carries over to next episode where there are clearly systemic issues yeah that tammy is not addressing because she's just as indoctrinated as everyone yeah, else yeah it's just like you're you live it and yeah. it seems like normal. that's what you probably did too yeah we know that like tammy um like her past like haunts her in mm-hmm. some regards that's so. why you'd think she would be more alarmed by this mm-hmm. but i guess maybe that's why she handles everything so badly next episode oh is because God. she has what is it called? PTSD. <laughs> that <laughs> internalized misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> nailing it. Nailing it with these. Yeah. Words are hard. Diagnoses. Yeah. So Jess um, ultimately does confront the um, rally girl, Mora. 
in the bathroom and like we said like is trying she, to br- like broach a subject like kind of chillly just being like like how well just extremely passive aggressively there's no other way but to she say doesn't it. like come in swinging like she's not like you bitch like no blah, that blah, would blah. be aggressive aggressive <laughs> she's like hear me out when you put your panties in his locker what does that say about your self-respect you know what does that say about how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. like she's trying to be like holier than thou and be like you don't love yourself right and mora is like um i know that he's gonna be my man in like two weeks so there right and then they get I into- like how bitchy she is when jess is like trying to give her directions to vince's apartment she's <laughs> like so funny. i know where it is i literally like wrote an lol in my notes because i was like and also like everyone's tone of voice changes like jess's tone of voice mm-hmm. changes it's like the whole thing is very yeah real. like tensions are high yeah um so they get into like a real fight in the bathroom and tammy there's hair pulling there always is hair pulling um and that's when it comes out that like rally girl culture is just normal like you have to accept it it's like um blah 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 and then jess is like well that sucks because like i actually love football and like i want to be a girl that likes football and not have to be a rally girl not to be a cheerleader and be involved in it in the same way that boys are Mm-hmm. And it sucks that like my only tie to it is just being like a groupie. Even in the last episode where Vince made her convince Hastings to be on the team yeah. by like being a hot girl. It's like actually she has she probably has insightful reasons why he should be on the team. But she's yeah. being like pigeonholed. Yeah. And it's like I don't think like Tammy expected that from her. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, she like respects it and like wants her to like not feel bad. Um, but it's like interesting that Jess like grapples with this day to day and we don't really see it. Like we're starting to see it now, but it's always been like, it's always been just out of reach for her. So she's also on the outside looking in. True. (laughs) Maybe that's the theme. Shit. We should have made that our theme, but we don't. We can just tie it back every time. (laughs) We'll just figure a way to shoehorn it in. Yeah. So, um, when they go to the party, um, Mora is like winning the like beer bong competition and she's like really drunk and is like looking for Vince and Jess is like, wants to like challenge her to it. Mm-hmm. So then they're battling and then Jess gets sick, which like nothing good happens from that. I have the utmost respect for Becky for saying she doesn't do beer. So like when she's sick Vince is helping her and she's like sort of telling him that she's scared of losing him because in the summer she had him when they were like working on like his plays and like she was coaching him essentially and now he has his coach daddy so he doesn't need her for that and um, yeah and his like teammates right and he has like a rally girl now so like he doesn't need her but she like wants to be involved in football and she's like losing opportunities to like mm-hmm. be tied to that. Um, and he just like tells her that she's beautiful, whatever, but it's we, not helpful. We really get a sense now of like Jess, like wanting to belong to that culture, but in like a positive way and to be able to like, like, like give herself to it somehow. Well, Yeah. I don't have anything else to say. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to following her journey. Yeah. It's so good. And like, 
And I love her like little relationship with Coach that blossoms. Yeah. It's all just like like fucking finally like yeah. We needed, it's all happening. We needed this kind of representation. Um so Luke and Becky are also kind of rekindling oh, yeah. their flame cuz Luke gets drunk at the party like we said yeah. cuz he he has an opportunity. So he doesn't opt out. No, he opts in. <laughs> he leans in to the Hard. beer bong. And he Actually, gets like I don't think boys are even doing the beer bong. And like the close-ups on like the girls like mouths. I don't want to n- yeah, even picture it again. It was really upsetting. There's, you know. Yeah. The whatever. connotation is it's there. It's blatant. Yeah. Um, he gets like mad at Hastings at this party because I, he thinks that Hastings is like lazy and doesn't care about stuff. Hastings is this the which is why we love him so man. much. He's a man that knows how to opt out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I would follow. He just like him gets, into the dark. He just gets tired. Yeah, he just wants and to just sit down and rest out and takes off his helmet. His head's probably sweaty. Like that moment just was like. Yes. And also it wasn't like a Tim Riggins helmet throw where he's like mad and like it wasn't off aggressive the team. in any way. He's just like, I want I should be able to rest my body. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's so like in tune with himself. He's like, why would I push myself? Right. But like when you push yourself, that's when you get into a bruise situation like Luke. Like I bet you in basketball it's like so chill. It's like just just like take a breather. Yeah, just like take five. Go stand around, shoot the shit jump back in whenever you feel like it yeah yeah and i and luke obviously feels like like probably threatened by that behavior because he's so good at football but like yet can like take it easy and not um feel like obligated to like fall in line um and maybe he's like i wish i could be like that so i wouldn't have to like just have the whole thing i had with the bruise like maybe he's like a little bit jealous a little bit mad like he doesn't know how to handle this like new hot guy he's that just knows mad how to that use he's not hands. the hottest person on the team anymore yeah he's <laughs> yeah. a fruit cake that's he's like a f- amazingly fast fruit cake with <laughs> sexy hands like fast hands uh like knows what to do with his hands oh yeah or he's like amazing with his hands yeah something he's a fruit cake that's all he's a very fast fruit cake with amazing hands a well, perfect the description <laughs> yeah um, so Becky sees like him just being belligerent and she, um, wants to like get him home safely. So they, some dude drives them home because I thought that it was oh, her. I thought she drove them home. But then she gets dropped off at oh. Billy's house. So like, I don't know what's going on, but, um, he, she's nice to him. They, she drops him off and he like wants to hang out and she's like, no, like it's fine. But like, goodbye, good night. And they have like a nice little cute, respectful, good night. Yep on the porch and then but luke tells becky oh yeah (laughs) that he well tinker we saw tinker um get assigned becky as a rally girl yeah so we saw becky get assigned to tinker as a rally girl but it turns out that against her knowledge (laughs) um she's been reassigned right to luke via a trade um Tinker gets the pig, which I don't know how that's going to work. Maybe Tinker has like a big backyard. Maybe he just like gets it like visitation rights. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so he gets the pig Maribel and Luke gets Becky as a rally girl. So again, like it's a little dehumanizing, but veiled with in like the context of like cuteness and like romance, which yeah. you're kind of like, 
lol, it's funny, but then you're like, oh, what is the bigger what's picture? Happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, but also we really saw how much Tinker liked that pig. So yeah, like it's like if it was out of the blue it would have been a little bit weirder but yeah and also like we know that there's nothing horrible going on between luke and becky like and everything that has to do with tinker is extremely wholesome yes exactly so we know that no one's being like thrown to the wolves Mm -hmm. in this type of trade right but who's to say right like you can't just i don't know like it's obviously part of the big fucked up yeah there's like 40 people on that team so (laughs) who's trading who for For what what? in the other you know the people we don't follow yeah or just like every day think about that you guys yeah some some truth bombs (laughs) (laughs) um and becky is still living with billy and mindy and that's all I got. Well, yeah. And there's like a weird part where Mindy's still getting used to having Becky there. Becky in the house. Um, she and calls Becky's, her like a fox in the hen house or something. Is that what she says? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think like Billy would be the fox. But basically like Becky's acting like cute and dumb and she's like really shit at baking cookies she tries to double the recipe but only doubles the flour like who she and then she's like oh like haha like do you think that that whole scene was ad-libbed because like they're just like you have to add the eggs if you're gonna double the milk like see double this liquid you have to double all the liquids like huh really and like it just seemed like everyone was saying the same thing 17 times in a row yeah it may be but i think it was also supposed to be like awkward right and I do think that Becky was flirting with Belly. Uh, but it's just, just like, in the way of like the way that she, you know, like she's looking for a daddy wherever right. she can it's find like it. It's like the way that she knows to like interact with a man. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and she like likes this new family and she wants to be adopted into the new family. So mm-hmm. that's just the way that she thinks and Mindy, she has to do it. Yeah, and Mindy's like not stoked about the whole dynamic, but Billy throws like the ultimate guilt guilt trip in where it's like my brother who went to prison for me told right. me to like look out for her. Yeah, he plays the Tim card. And uh then we see that Mindy has like an inkling of like um she kind of switches into mom mode yeah. when Becky's out late where I guess she like didn't care about Becky until maybe she thought that Becky could be Something in trouble could be or in danger. To her. Right. Um, and she probably got like a little bit flashbacks to Tyra too, like a little bit big sister mm-hmm. mode as well as mom mode. Yeah. It was like so, a little bit like ingrained for mm-hmm. her. Um, and Becky wasn't expecting them to care because again, that's her experience. Right. But you can when, see like a little smile oh, on her face. When Mindy like sent her to bed, yeah. Becky like, fucking loved it yeah she's like needed authority and like she structure. needs a mommy yeah and a daddy she <laughs> just help the out girl out okay maybe i'll just stop adding the why mom and dad she needs a mom and dad it doesn't have to be sexy a mommy and daddy um yeah so the family is like coming together we are drinking wine alert 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 I'm gonna go get the bottle. Oh yeah, shit.
are drinking something called East Dell. East Dellin Lions. <laughs> yep, that's the best I could do this week. It is a summer rosé. It's a VQA Niagara Peninsula wine from 2015. Does that mean that it was bottled in 2015 or like made in 2015? Yeah, okay. like the batch. The batch is from 2015. Um, essentially, it's easy drinking and goes great with a wide range of foods. That's like really <laughs> unhelpful, unspecific. Um, they just phoned it in. Yeah, like East Dell wines are versatile and can be enjoyed on their own or with a wide range of foods. This one, it says it is, however, great with barbecue fare or okay. fresh salads. Okay, like so they're really leaning the into spectrum. the summer thing. Yeah, like patio, easy drinking. Um, that's pretty much it. It's just like very whiny. Yeah, like I wasn't getting when I said that it tastes like red, white. Red and white wine mixed together. Yeah. Because it does have that like deep red flavor and color. Like it's like a ruby red. Yeah. It's definitely darker than like a rosé that we've had in the past. I think. Yes, I agree. Um, And it's not like super sweet because it has that like red wine kind of like. Like hit. Yeah. I don't know. It's not like my fave. The tannins. But like it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's a little, like, I'll say it's a little much considering it's, like, the only wine I've had since, like, Christmas. Yeah, I've kind of given up wine. Well, now we're back on the wagon. <clears throat> I would rate this 5 out of 10 Rally Girl panties. I would rate it, yeah, like, 4.5 out of 10 failed batches of cookies. Word. I also hate the word panties and, uh... I always feel like weird when that's people, someone's like go-to term for underwear. I had to say it a lot when I worked at La Senza. Every time and I it just became normal. past La Senza, I like think of you and it's like so funny. Working at La Senza was the best time it of my life. It actually kind of seems like whenever I'm at a store like that, like Victoria's Secret, La Senza, whatever, the girls always seem to be having fun yeah. and that they're friends with each other. But then I'm having a horrible experience, so then I, like, project my anger on them. No, it was really fun to, like, um, like, measure people for bras, and then they, like, got a bra that fit, and it's, like, it is, like, a pretty cool experience. you go on that ride with them. When you're, like, oh, like, this actually fits. It's not, like, digging, or, like, it's not gaping. Yeah, Now my shirt looks better on me. Amazing. Yeah. Well, cheers to bras. Bras And panties. (laughs) All right, so we're going to talk about Tammy. Tammy is not having fun. She's on the outside looking in. Looking into looking a group so of, like, the pissed fucking, off teachers. But also, like, it sucks that, like, she wants to impress these people so much and get on their good side and, like, become allies or whatever. Because, like, they're not fun. But she didn't want to until Levi told her, like, that's how you be a person. It's Because so, she's not their boss. She's acting. She's, she's still, in boss she still mode. She thinks she's yeah. the boss. Um, because I guess it. I mean, we've all been in a situation where we, like, know what's, what's correct. Best. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, everyone, Who, like, us? get. We've been in that situation? <laughs> no. Um, we're like, get on my level and, like, no one gives a shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she, 
like is still trying to like plead her case at the meetings. Um, yeah. I guess they have like a daily meeting because yeah, they just meet like, like crazy. Staff meeting. And like she, her new thing is like starting an after school like tutoring club so that teachers can volunteer like on a rotating schedule to like tutor the at risk kids that Tammy's trying to like do more for mm-hmm. because everyone is in the habit or pattern of like the kids that want help know how to get it and the kids that don't want help we're not wasting our time with them because we have just like so much on our right. plate and i believe that they do like have <clears throat> totally. a lot on their plate and tammy gets mad when she's talking to coach and she's like i can't believe they want to go for a happy hour instead of like staying after school to tutor kids and it's like are you <laughs> are you on crack right now also coach like is so down with happy hour he's yeah, like he that loves bar is great <laughs> like he wants to get her out of the house we don't know why so you can watch game tapes in peace i guess yeah maybe and maybe she's like they are turning like julie's room into an office while they're having this conversation which like seems all kinds of nuts to me um yeah she's barely stepped out the front door yeah so maybe we don't see really like the new taylor interaction without julie mm-hmm. much so, so maybe, maybe he's just happy to have the house to himself once yeah. gracie goes to bed he and doesn't maybe, have to work, worry about julie yeah and exactly and maybe also like she's just been cooped up thinking about julie thinking about Mm -hmm. school like not having any breaks um so she does go to happy hour to try to like become friends with the teachers she drinks a margarita out of a pint glass been there yep (laughs) that was bad we opted in yeah (laughs) yeah on the inside looking out (laughs) um we no not us she um is kind of not about us (laughs) for once she's like just like smiling and like looking around the table because like she's not really doesn't know like the backstory of what everyone's talking about they're not really like engaging Mm -hmm. her they're just like it was so well shot of just being like hearing like snippets of a conversation and being like can i jump in like no and look on her face and that like frozen smile i was like this is so painful yeah um and then hashtag relatable a drink spills on her which like is double shitty and then she just like calls in a night like i'm gonna go home and everyone can kind of see that she's a little like not into it and it wasn't like fun for her and then the teacher who's been like a crazy lady since the beginning (sighs) she's the hugest bitch (laughs) um follows tammy into the parking lot and is like okay like we get it like it's hard to be new like just like yeah. give it time like it'll all you'll all fall into place yeah she like had a come to jesus moment like she yeah. felt extremely guilty probably yeah for tammy having a bad time she it probably is her fault that tammy had such a bad time because she like invited her and i would expect like if a group of people and one person invites me that i sort of know that they would like hang out with me or talk to me for at least a teensy bit to like you know right. so you're like involved in the group but when she invited her she immediately turned around and was like if she comes to happy hour like fucking <sighs> dig my grave or something like that <laughs> like she didn't she just invited her to be polite absolutely garbage um but then the lady like volunteers to be on the tutoring thing and i'm pretty sure they become friends like i'm pretty sure they drink wine together at some yeah, point yeah like again 
um, Tammy needed an ally and like here is like her close opportunity so far. She like Tammy like tends to make like little allies here and there. Like remember when she was like good with Katie McCoy for like mm-hmm. a hot second and you never really like see Tammy or coach like have like coach I guess has buddy but Tammy doesn't really have like friends like a group of girlfriends right. or like any sort of external character that's a reoccurring friend for her. Mm-hmm. So she had her awful sister. Oh my God. Yeah. That's what I mean. She doesn't have any friends. <laughs> um, so yeah, like Tammy is like trying to do good and she meets one of the at risk kids that they mentioned last staff meeting named Epic. Um, and I think she's like taken an interest in her because she like goes out and like, finds her smoking and like knows who she is and like knows what her schedule is. Mm-hmm. Um, the second time, like takes her from the bathroom and brings her to the class that she knows she's supposed to be in. And Epic is like, how do you know my schedule? Like, isn't that kind of, or isn't that like private or like none of your business? Yeah. And Tammy's like, it is my business. Cause I'm your guidance counselor. Like, literally my entire business. And, um, Epic is being very, uh, you know, she has a hard shell exterior. Yeah, for sure. Um, when she's smoking, she's like, no one cares about me. Like, like everyone apathetic. smokes, who cares? And then she like walks away from her, like, and just yeah. walks away from school completely. And just goes home. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, oh, my, like, no one cares about my schedule. Yeah. And Tammy handles it in a very classy way. Mm-hmm. And she's like. I'm really sorry that no one cares about you. <laughs> yeah, because we find out that she um, is a foster child. So her, like, Tammy wants a meeting with her family or her parents, and it's just, like, not the mm-hmm. reality, a reality for Epic. But after the second sort of run-in with Tammy, um, I guess, like, it sparked something in her. Or she, again, she felt, like, noticed, probably, and, like, someone cared about her so epic does show up for like their scheduled guidance counselor meeting Mm -hmm. and tammy has that like gotcha smile tammy's like strolling in on casual friday oh yeah wearing jeans yeah jeans a nice belt a tucked in pink shirt and she's like it could be like a walking on sunshine montage when she struts (laughs) into her office and then she sees epic and she's like Things are finally looking up for old Tammy Taylor. <laughs> yeah, if there was like a narrator yeah. for the, the show. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like we see that like when Tammy wants to like um, implement all these things, um, it's not for nothing. Like right. there will be those people that will benefit from it or that you will like touch their lives or like help them. Just because they're not out outside your office door every day begging for help, it doesn't mean that they don't want it. Yeah, maybe they're on the outside looking in. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So remember Julie? <laughs> I remember her sort of. Like, didn't she leave town? Um, yeah, she was leaving on a jet plane. Just kidding. She drove like 20 minutes she, away so to her school. That's another reason why I'm shocked that they would turn her room into a thing so fast because she lives so close. And, like, a kid in their first year of university, like, you are not guaranteed that they're staying there. <laughs> their house is small, though. It's true. But, and now like, they could, now Coach could have a whole room for his game tapes. I guess if you want, you got to move the he game tapes out of the living room. Cave. Oh, my God, gross. 
Now that Gracie's getting older, she's going to want to watch TV. Gracie demanded mac and cheese for breakfast. And yeah. they were she's a confident woman about to be like, fine. What do you want for breakfast? Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese, please. Mac and cheese. All right. Mac and cheese for breakfast. That is one healthy diet, girl. Like, they know that she has them wrapped around her finger. Their finger? Her finger? They're just so happy that she's not Julie. They're like, you want mac and cheese? You got it. You got it. it. <laughs> um, so Julie's at university. They're, okay, just right off the bat, like, her relationship with Tammy is, like, very strained. Tammy, yeah. like, calls her what on what we assume is, like, her free period. Mm-hmm. And it's the first week of, of school, we learn. Right. So it hasn't been that long since she left. But <clears throat> Julie's like, I'm trying to decide between, like, history and econ. And Tammy's like, econ sounds great. Because you could use it yeah. in real life. Which is just, like, the most bland comment. And Julie's like, Mom, like, don't tell me what to do. I wasn't asking for your opinion. Like, holy fuck. So, like... It's we like what's going on here is probably that Tammy wants like again that constant communication that open line of communication mm-hmm. because Julie's now like farther away mm-hmm. and Julie is definitely one of those kids that like barely talks to their parents while they're right. gone and she's trying to like secure her independence probably but like just be like yeah true you don't have to they're she's still a teen and teens are fucking dicks yeah um so in her really boring ass history class about the alamo which like who the fuck cares well here's what i have to say about it the whole thing is about myth versus history and the americans south so they're obviously trying to draw a parallel between the lions and the alamo (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like they, but like in terms of right. like the rankings yeah like, exactly is the story more important or is like actually what happened more important so mm-hmm. that's why we hear like five minutes of this boring old yeah. man's lecture and like the alamo is like the most important thing to like texans i think True. like to texas history we didn't even learn about it not to brag <laughs> um there's an episode of king of the hill where hank hill pees on the alamo and like gets arrested so I assume that that would happen in real life. Probably. I mean, probably if you pee anywhere. That's not a toilet. <laughs> um, so the old man is done his lecture and then the this TA arrives. And I mean, like, I remember when I was that age, like. <laughs> oh, no, totally. Any young ish man teaching your class is the hottest person you've ever yeah, seen i had a huge crush on one of my like drawing and painting tas and one time he let us out of class early because he had like a deadline and then i ran into him in the liquor store <laughs> and it was like awkward and weird and he was like want me to buy those patal cans for you and i was like no like because he was like probably because he's trying, trying to trying cover to- <laughs> that's so funny yeah but he was like also really hot and everyone was obsessed with him but like probably a very problematic adult trying to buy his students alcohol. Yeah. To keep your mouth shut. <laughs> um, so this guy is the same. What's his name? Cl- Clayton. Cl- yeah. Like blurg. Oh, yeah. Something stupid. Schlurg. Chad. Chad. Ted. Dan maybe Dan 
Um, he is a typical, like, tall, clean-cut white guy. He looks like the guy Rory went on a date with. The Smith's laundry basket guy? No, she didn't go on a date with him. Oh, the weird um, urine the mince guy? guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, also I started watching the Marvel. No, I finished the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And it's good. Okay. Good I to will know. say that if you have if you want to get an Amazon Prime trial <laughs> and need, watch it. I have so many things I need to subscribe to at this yeah. point. But yeah, it was good. Even Joe liked it. Um and there was a lot of Paladino isms, but it was very like Mad Men and how it was super right. like sixties and like legit sixties. So like a more toned down Amy Sherman Paladino. Like not even. Just oh, like really? a different, like just like some of it was super weird to just like the rhythm of the way they talked. You could just easily see it's so like strange that the, the writing comes so through. And there's also a lot of things where I think that Amy Sherman Palladino would be mad if she knew that we knew that that was also in Gilmore Girls. Like oh, there's a yeah. part where like just like little phrases or just like minute turns of phrase that I, a casual viewer wouldn't want wouldn't know. Yeah. But also. Um, someone says that they had like a Russian winter themed wedding. And I was like, that's Excuse me. <laughs> like you can't fool me. There's even that shit in, um, I think it's like Californication and Dawson's Creek cause they were created by the same mm. dude. So it's like he recycled Dawson's Creek jokes in Californication, which like is so but far But I guess removed. that's like a super, you could get away with that because it's a totally yeah. different demographic probably. But um yeah but yeah Weird. it's a good show just wanted to say that because i know people are like tweeting at us to talk about it <laughs> maybe a maxi sodas in our future um yeah so dan or chad or ted um introduces himself to the class and like immediately wins them over with like humor and pep because he's not like an old professor. He does the fucking bare minimum and like uh-huh. people, and people are creaming like their pants at his feet yeah. essentially. So he invites them to like a, like a mixer sort of to like meet your study okay. groups. Cause I wasn't paying attention to what, like I was like, why is he at that party? Yeah. So he basically was like, I'm the TA for this class because we all know that TAs do all the work and come to this thing where you like actually meet the people in your lecture because like you know that you don't really like know who people are in a lecture and I think it was to meet like the study groups within the lecture. Great. Because that's how university works. And so that's why he's at this weird party. So Julie might also be on the outside looking in because she's like new to the whole. Well, she definitely is because she's looking for a study group and she just asks this like one weird man sitting alone and he's like, I don't even take this class. (laughs) Um, And she's like looking around trying to find a group. Flashbacks once again to when I had to find a group randomly. Actually, every time I had to find a group, it always ended horribly. The thing is like no one picks us no one is sitting beside us going like hey wanna be in our group like something happens in the blink of an eye and then you're alone and you have to go up to the teacher and be like i don't have have a group group. and then she like (laughs) finds someone with the least amount of people the worst is when you go up to a group and you're like hey can i join your group and they're like like we have enough people (laughs) you're like fuck you like you can have one more 
So anyway, we're all we're Julie. In case we haven't said it enough times. Okay, let's talk about what Julie looks like at the mixer. She... Julie has a new look. Honestly, it looks like she looks like she's from ten years before when she was. Her no one would think she looks cool. Her outfit was weird. Her hair was like trying to do a thing. It was like what it was like when I had like that hair elastic with hair, hair on, it. on it and then i would do a bun and then like you have like wrap. spiky hair oh yeah 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 that's around what it, was. it yeah it was really cool i was 10 right and julie is like 17 or 18 and it was, was like 15 years later so she has like a spiky bun very jagged bangs like we're back piece, to the jagged see all over um she's wearing like two tank tops i think like at this point Zooey Deschanel is a person like we've seen like what the platonic ideal of a bang could be and yet she's still you're just struggling not with doing this. the right bang no. yeah um and it has one of those like little purses I think like where you carry it under oh, your, armpit. On your armpit yeah. yeah um so she hones in on a football game that's on a tv somewhere in this like common area slash bar that they're like meeting at i don't even really know where they are it looks like a student lounge yeah like a common area of some kind and so what i find stupid is that the ta who's like leading the charge is sitting alone in a corner in the dark watching football and not even like it's a game on it's like a rerun of an old game it's just like once again he's doing the bare minimum amount of work like he doesn't care about this no and he's just trying to get his fucking post-grad and when a student of his comes up and like tries to make small talk about the game he acts like a fucking asshole he's extremely dismissive and it's not and it's like talk to your students be like hi like what's your name again oh julie is it hi i'm like mr chad sean and like be like are you having a good time like did you meet your classmates but he like sits in the corner she tries to tell him what the game is and basically he's like nagging her and it like works like like she loves being told that she's wrong so she can prove him right or whatever prove him wrong yeah later um and again she's treating it like she's flirting with some dude at a bar but it's like he's your teacher but that's not her fault no it's just like the rapport like Like he starts it and then she like falls in line with that like level of communication or Mm -hmm. that like style of conversation right um yeah he's acting right off the bat inappropriately um not just like not like in that way but he's like acting not the way that it not a professional <clears throat> way that a TA should act. No. Especially at an event that he's like ostensibly I, organizing. Yeah, exactly. Like told everyone to go to. Um, so then they run into each other like at school. Basically she's like, there's a uh, what did she say? Like football term? Like it's like a, a 36 throwback. throwback in this game. And he's like, No, there's not. I know this game by heart. There's not. Obviously Julie's been um, like like held hostage <laughs> while Coach Taylor like screams about football at the TV. So right. she knows what's going on. So he doesn't believe her. She's right, obviously. 
it's kind of similar to like the whole Jess thing. Like girls are dismissed about like, like when they know about football or a sport or any like other things, obviously. So like her saying like, Hey, I know about this and she's starting, trying to make conversation about that. And it's written off as like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's not even like, he's like, Oh, there's, it's not like he starts it saying there's not, she just says, Oh, there's right. This happens. And he immediately is like, no, there's not. Right. So it's like, you can't, and Julie's not even like a fan per se, the way Jess is a fan, but any kind of like, like women can't be close to football in any capacity when it comes to like a place of knowledge or like being a, a fan. It's just like, you don't know anything or you're a rally girl or something. Right. Yeah. Um, so like they just kind of go back and forth about that. And then she just is like, there is one bye, and like yeah. walks away. She opts out. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, and then they run into each other at school, like outside somewhere. And he sees her and, yells hey football at her when again hasn't been introduced to her and knows her name is julie and well yeah he definitely forgot her name was julie because he probably talks to so many girls yeah <laughs> girls in his lecture probably um and this is to me where like that predatory behavior like absolutely starts because he comes up to her um like flirts with her kind of and then this is like he has a weird look on his he has a weird way of like sort of like getting her to like be i don't even know like interested in him or like i don't know like the way he does it is like planned like you know that this is like a behavior he's he's done fishing yeah he like reels her in he's like you were right like maybe he even like knew she was right the whole whole time. time so he's like you were right let me buy you a coffee where like just give her two dollars dude like just give her a toonie yeah it's america but you know what i mean um <laughs> and then he's like you know where my office is see you after class okay bye julie that this is like a rehearsed speech yeah and just like oh his face is so gross he has that like knowing like very mm-hmm. confident like like this like, is no he's way playing, she'll say no. He's playing the game at mm-hmm. this point. And again, Julie is left with like that little smile. She's like, oh, someone like is noticing me. Like with her teacher out of right. high school, like a like an older person who was like, Oh, you're smart and like you have potential. Right. And she's been having a bad time. Like we said, she couldn't find a study group and her roommate doesn't really seem that interested in getting to know her mm-hmm. because she's like having sex all the time fine yeah but basically julie has no friends and so the tiny like scrap of attention she gets it's like it is like a play-by-play from like a pickup artist like i said he was like nagging her like he's like shooting her down and then like building her yeah exactly when he finds it convenient and like could probably at this point determine like who seems vulnerable or alone or like i don't see her with a group of friends why would a person that had friends like go into a dark room by herself right like it's all not saying that like she was you know whatever right he was recognizing that she has no friends exactly like it's all like tried and true 
like predatory behavior. Like it is not just like a cutesy what's it where it's like kind of romantic or like they hit it off. It is like this is a strategic plan that he has like put into motion. Yeah, he has like the pick of the litter of like vulnerable teens. Yeah. Um and in like like we said last time, like the worst year of their life, probably they're going through a culture shock. Yeah, and everyone's like insecure and like literally depressed. Yeah. And has and no like friends. Raking it in. Yeah. It is disgusting. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah. And the, it's sad that the only thing that like we really remember at like a casual viewer probably remembers from this season mm-hmm. Julie Wise is like Julie going psycho and like driving her car into a mailbox. But when, again, like, like why like she's been driven crazy. Right. Like again, like it's not something that like would have happened if it didn't start with him. Right. Like like we're like, oh, this is the one where like Julie goes crazy and like sleeps with her TA, but Oh, she's actually been like lured into yeah, hundred percent. So like new eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if like I would see it this way if we weren't hearing about it in the news nonstop. Yeah, like- I think like definitely because everything is like supposed to be like it's romantic until it crosses a line. Right. Instead of now, we're looking at things being like, okay, what is like, like the where angle? the line was crossed way before exactly. we thought it was. Totally. Like it's not crossed when they kiss. Exactly. It's not just like one action, like, like made it or broke right. it. Like, and it doesn't happen organically. Like it doesn't happen unless. Yeah. Or in a lot of behaviors just being written off as like fine mm-hmm. before. Or now it's like, no, actually that causes people harm and right. people just didn't speak up about like it before. Like your office hours are for advising on your class, not for like socializing with 18 year olds. Oh, gross. Yeah, it is not good. And it's just going to get worse. Great. <laughs> Cheers. This is why we brought wine back in. Okay. Okay. We're at an hour. We can wrap it up. That's awesome. Um cool so if you're an outsider don't feel sad we are too we are too yeah um, you can follow us on twitter at clear eyes pod you can leave us an itunes rating and review five stars please and you can follow us on instagram also at clear eyes pod i'm locked out of